guten tag as you would say in german to all our listeners and welcome to the 7th episode of we pod by the business cluster of i am vishaka patnam in today's episode we have with us dr pratik mahalwar dr pratik mahalwar is the founder of biovec biovec is a startup in germany which is established by three indian entrepreneurs biovec aims to develop a sustainable future that replaces microplastics in our day to day personal and home care products with biodegradable and sustainable solutions Previously he was an engagement manager at EY Strategy Germany. He helped clients with new business models, digital platform strategy, portfolio management, advanced analytics, commercialization, R&D processes and pre and post merger activities. He received his PhD from the Max Planck Society Germany. He has published his research work in high impact journals like Science, E-Life and Nature. He has worked in Germany, the United States, India, Croatia and the UK. In his free time he enjoys reading and running. A very warm welcome to our podcast, sir. Uh, thank you, Urja. Thanks a lot uh, for inviting me. Uh, it's it's a great pleasure to to talk here. Thank yeah. You. Uh, we have a few questions for you, so I'll sure. start with the, I'll start with the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have come a long way in founding your venture. Can you tell us about the transformation journey from an engineer to your current position? Yeah, I mean it's uh, so I I was always fascinated by science around me, especially biology, uh, brain neuroscience, that why we think, uh, how we have emotions, and all these kind of, and what is the bi- biology behind this? Uh, so I uh, after completing my bachelor's, I I, I did uh, Indian Academy of Science summer fellowship at Ames, where I worked specifically on 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 some neurological. Uh, a part of different uh, part of associated diseases and so on and 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 afterwards i applied for a couple of scholarships in germany uh, so i got a full scholarship from leibniz association to do my masters in neuroscience so i took my bag and and flew to germany uh, to do my masters and um, um, after uh, understanding more about brain i get more uh, and more excited by knowing how the development of the human happens right how the embryo develops how our cells create organs and all this kind of thing which lead to leads to do a phd and so i did my phd with the nobel laureate she won a, my 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 doctor mother this is how you call in germany your professor uh, won a nobel prize in 1995 uh, and uh, we solved a very big puzzle of uh, how cells interact with each other Uh, and that's which we published in nature and science journals but besides this i i was the first uh, foreign student president of max planck society yeah so max planck society is a 85 institutions in in germany with the one of the biggest research budget of more than 2.5 billion euros uh, per year um, and it's ranked second in research all over the world after harvard uh, so um, i come across many problems on the phd levels or the or the student level uh and and get involved in different initiative at the german government level so i i get outside the lab yeah the research world that's a very close world you stay in the lab you just read and research and all and becoming a student president of of a max planck society gave me an opportunity to to really Uh, get to know the world outside the lab yeah so i worked with german politicians i i also represented max planck society at eu meetings i spent some time at white house uh, lobbying for a bill supporting uh, uh, us senators uh, from the side of the max planck society and when i came back i thought let's do something beyond science 
there are many people who are doing science and there are politicians businessmen and so on who don't understand full science so there is a gap and might be i can be a bridge maker so i i get i i, I jump on the journey to become a bridge maker i i do a lot of self study uh, uh finance economics business strategy and so on uh i also co-founded a startup before which failed terribly but i learned a lot uh and then i i ended up as engagement manager at Ernst and Young uh, where i i i worked on um different range of engagements as you mentioned uh started with buyer monsanto transaction um and then uh in the end after working for some years in consulting i thought now i know business quite well uh i have a science background and i can connect them again uh to solve a bigger problem in the world and this is exactly what we are doing here mm. right so that was my whole journey well that that was very inspiring and uh, okay so i have a follow up question so uh, what does the future of microplastic and microbeads look like in india which despite their you know harmful characteristics are not yet banned in the country yeah i mean um, i think people are getting more and more aware so it's uh, future of any kind of product is depends upon two major things right one is a push and one is a pull so pull is basically done by consumers uh we are the consumers and now um i think many ngos and and startups like us are educating people uh that there are small small microplastic in your day to day products like cosmetic products shampoo um many other things and how they are affecting your ecosystem i think this is something which uh will change the behavior of many consumers so that will be the pull part this is uh, this i expect that this will happen more and more people will get more aware and they will stop using consciously stop using microplastic based product and uh, and uh, and the push is coming from the side of the regulatory agencies right so india usually follow uh, eu or or us regulations but after some time uh, and we expect that there will be a ban uh, not today but in future because india want to be un uh, un climate goal uh um to follow the un climate goals and so on uh, there has been a lot of meeting going on especially with us india and other partners in, in the game so i think it will be coming up in future so there will be a push as well as pull uh, which i assume will will lead to a will lead to a change in india as well yeah because i i understand what you're saying because recently we came like across a whatsapp forward maybe it was a forward but it said that uh, you know we are not supposed to cut the entirety of the milk packet because the small plastic cuts which you know just uh, get you know dislocated or you know just cut off from the plastic they are they are not recyclable so you are not supposed to cut the entire packet but you know just make a small cut and so that the plastic can be recycled so i understand what you are saying that you know people are actually you know understanding and learning what they are not supposed to do with plastic so yes true true i have exactly. the third question would be uh, that uh, biovec is a startup aimed at a sustainable future So what is your view on you know can a business be profitable by being sustainable simultaneously Yeah I mean uh, for a long time yeah um, um, sustainability has seen as a burden on the costs rather than creating a uh, rather than creating profits things are changing a lot uh, I think I personally think it's a start of the sustainability times uh, and sustainability is now becoming business imperative right what I, what i mean with this is um there there will be financial institutions at least in europe 
who will be uh, giving you subsidies or loans or uh, some cash for liquidity and so on, especially to the bigger companies uh, on a lower interest rate or might be zero interest rate. Uh, if you are fully compliant to UN, uh, uh, UN guideline, yeah? and also if your portfolio is green, uh, if, you're, if you are using less CO2 and so on and so on, right? So, uh, and we, have, we, ha- we are seeing a big shift, especially in Europe, all bigger companies are now running behind to change their processes, how they can make their processes, their product portfolio uh, more green and, and, and more sustainable. And it's, it's definitely on one side to be compliant to the regulatory, but on the other side, branding, right? They want to differentiate themselves in the, in, in, uh, towards consumers, right? So if you if you look, I, I mean, I, there are a couple of surveys, I don't wanna quote one, but there are a couple of surveys online which you look and say the generation Y and generation Z are ready to spend more money to buy sustainable and bio-based products. And uh, so the whole thing is changing, uh, I think, uh, and, and, and things become cost-effective if the ecosystem is supporting you, right? And this is exactly what is now happening the ecosystem is changing big players and small players all are making some effort government is injecting money to support so i i I, i'm i'm really looking forward to this new sustainable businesses which are which will be business imperative like like few years ago you used to say oh what you do we do artificial intelligence so in and i think in few years in two years people will say what you do we do sustainable business I agree that there's a consumer as well as a regulatory push, which is why most businesses are, you know, trying to shift towards a sustainable mindset. So sure. the uh, next question would be like, uh, you established a venture in a foreign country without having citizenship. So what were the challenges you encountered in the process and how did you tackle them? I think um, um, I, I simply uh, uh, fail and 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 learn was my formula so i I started one startup in 2015 with some other university friends we failed there uh, in some basic basic things at the very early stage so i learned a lot there Uh, then while working at ernst and young uh, it gives me a really good understanding knowledge connections that what is really required in order to set up uh, how to raise money right so which is one of the the holy grail of of having a startup that can you raise proper amounts of money. Uh, so these are some of the things which uh, uh, we tackle uh, step by step. Uh, and we learned a lot. I'm still learning uh, uh, from my actions, from the reactions we get uh, and so on. Um, but it was, a, it was a tough journey, being honest. Yeah? Especially um, doing business in German market is not easy as a foreigner. Uh, asking for money as all three Indian entrepreneurs uh, is, is a little bit tough uh, but we have a we, we strongly believe in our product we validated our idea with some big players um, we generated some solid financial model uh, and uh, in the end we had a um, couple of uh, term sheets coming from different investors so uh, I think it's all about confidence right so somebody who wants to give their money to you it's it's all about how confident they are to to put their money next to you so more data and more um, 
how to say uh, data plus how much it really means to solve this problem to you uh, is is also a, also a dedication yeah which we have shown so i think these these th- uh, things helped uh, some of our experience helped and but we also get a lot of help from the government in terms of uh, if we face a hurdle and so on they always try to help us especially the, the we are currently based in niederdachsen which is called lower saxony in germany so this state uh, uh, time to time they help us we call them in terms of if we are facing anything uh, and i'm i'm looking forward for for going more help going further when set up a bigger scale up plant and so on so the convincing power that you have will attract you know confidence in your venture when you are approaching any third party yeah and validation i think the as a startup the most important part is uh, uh you took your product and go out there and ask hey do you want to buy my product and somebody say uh, can you show your product to me and and say oh fantastic i would love to buy your product so that exact validation uh from a bigger company couple of validations will help you uh, to increase confidence uh, among your investors right so we first validated everything we spent a lot of time on validating our product validating problem first then validating solution second mm. then generating a solid financial model uh, in terms of how much you can produce how much you can sell how much you can penetrate the market who are the competitors and so on So I think these this, these are some of the some of your homework. Mm-hmm. If you do it well, uh, and definitely you need to convince that you are the right team and the right people. Uh, this is a whole combination of 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 things which which help you to raise money. Okay, thank you, sir. And this brings us to the last question: Like, what advice will you give to the young MBA students to help them grow in their career and contribute towards a sustainable future? Yeah, I would suggest them that there are a lot, a lot of other problems as well. This is not the only sustainable problem, plastic. There are many other problems in the sustainable ecosystem. Look at UN goals, and you will figure out from these goals that what we are doing wrong today and how we can solve them. So this whole uh, sustainable sustainability is not only about environment, right? So it has many other factors included in it. Um, and and uh, there will be a big growth in the in the in the market in terms of investment so there are bigger banks based out of us or funds blackrock is investing in sustainable startups uh, they have created a big fund uh, so there will be more and more and why that's the case because uh, the taxes uh, so the whole financial institution is working in order to push uh, more startups more companies in the sustainable zone So I think there's a lot of opportunity in the market there's a big there's a lot of cash in the market what you need is the right problem right solution and right team right so I would suggest um when you are doing your masters or MBA you can find uh, a complementary co-founder another problem usually people have to find the right co-founders right and MBA schools are the best place to find the co-founders uh and and because you know each other well and so on can spend some time with each other Uh, and know the habit of each other so th- these are some important things uh, if you are not sure about a venture then i would suggest to join uh, a company uh, which uh, can play a role uh, in changing the environment so that you understand the ecosystem and then later on you you you, you look for a startup yeah. okay that that's very uh, 
uh, insightful thanks a lot sir i'm sure this would definitely help the students understand sustainability and why it is important in today's world so uh, this brings us to the end of the podcast so guys you heard it the word from the wise i'm sure the students will be able to apply these learnings in their lives on that note i thank you very much sir for taking time out for our podcast thank you have a great day and see you in the next episode of weepod thank you urja and thank you uh, to the uh, i am vishakhapatnam for for this opportunity uh, i i i ask you all to visit us on bioweg.com b i o w e g.com and please follow us also on twitter linkedin we are posting a lot of content on uh, with regard to uh, plastics with regard to our day to day products that how you can change your life uh and also all, all our new products will be coming up there and all our new updates that what we are doing so looking forward yeah thank you sir thank you so much thank you